I mean, like we on Instagram and stuff, but like an actual talk. Hello, friends. Welcome. Today is Wednesday, my Wednesday live. It's a general Q&A. So definitely feel free to drop questions that you guys do have in the chat. Um, we have a little mix of everything, some whatnot, some Poshmark, some Melissa, you're on a lot of places or you have been in the past. So you can speak to it. Yeah, I'm in a lot of places, I think right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know you kind of go back and forth with like a whole bunch and then just um, going back down. And then we also have uh, Jen, the reseller as well. So she, I asked her to be on here because she is doing live selling without a huge social media following. Nice. And I want to get that perspective because you're seeing it promoted a lot by people who have social media followings and like, can you actually make it work without having a social media following? And if y'all do not know, Leslie, you are missing out. Um, a reseller is a passion on all platforms, possibly changing. We may talk about that a little bit today, but this is a general Q and a, so do feel free to ask questions. I have a list of questions already that, um, I want to ask. And then also that people have asked me that couldn't make it. Um, so we'll kind of get started with those, but let in, drop a note. Let us know who is here. Humbly, Chris, if you guys don't know, Chris, she's on the social media as well. Um, I love when everyone has the same name because then they can just go find her somewhere else and I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's better to sell? Oh, wait, we're not getting questions yet. <laughs> I, want Sorry, I was checking in. Cynthia is here, a new member to my channel. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Cynthia. Thank you so Hi, much for Cynthia. having me. Um, I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves. I've had some, everyone but Jen I've had on before, but not to say that everyone watches every single live that I have. So I'm going to have um, everyone go ahead. We'll start with Jen and then just kind of go around to it. Lies. Yeah. We'll start with Melissa. Oh, we can start with Jen. That's fine too. I was going to go around in a circle. I'm good. Disclosure. Clockwise. It's fine. I told everyone backstage, but I'm going to let you guys know too, to bear with me. I have been sick. I'm slowly feeling better, but you can tell that I'm like slightly out of it on meds right now. <laughs> you know, little cold medicine. Um, So do bear with me, Jen. We can start with you. Go ahead, Jen. Let us know who you are. <laughs> well, I think you might actually have me mixed up with someone else because I've never done a live. So yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> oh, um, a, a live sale? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> See, what did I tell y'all? I'm out of it. Well, welcome. Tell us who you are. Talk about it. Never a dull moment. <laughs> I am a new reseller. I've only been reselling for just over a year now. So nice. maybe yeah. that's what I was thinking. Guys, bear with me. So, well, so we're getting a different perspective in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Leslie was saying she's just kind of phasing out a little and being a little different. And I'm just kind of jumping into it. So it's been a lot of fun. I just started part-time um, to kind of help my family's budget and I'm a homeschool mom. So I have a lot of stuff going on and, but it's been so much fun. So much fun. What platforms are you on? Jen, I am so sorry. You should have oh, come. I am on eBay. I started on eBay. My mom sold on eBay like years ago. So that's kind of why I started there. And honestly, I didn't even know what Poshmark was until I, until I started following YouTubers. Mm -hmm. So um, I cross list to Poshmark, but I like I sold 12 items on Poshmark last month. So oh, what good. kind of stuff do you sell? What kind of stuff? Clothes, mostly. Shoes, purses. It's interesting that you started with eBay. Yeah. Um, Poshmark is definitely easier, um, especially if you're doing it like part time with kids at home. eBay's yeah better if you ask me um and it's harder so if you figured it out like you're golden it's just interesting because a lot of people kind of as a side with fashion and stuff yeah. um 
I don't think that it's hard. eBay is easy, but I think it's because I started on eBay. It makes it, yeah. makes it feel a little easier for me. Yeah. 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 And once you get um, it down, especially if that's all you know, then it's probably yeah. easy, right? And once you learn it, it's definitely pretty easy, but it can be overwhelming. Um, and now, Melissa and Leslie, I'm going to let y'all fight for it. You guys know each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's no roundabout way to go now. because I Hey, Melissa. Okay, fine. I'll go. My name is Melissa. Also known as a thrifty broad. Um, I'm pretty much the thrifty broad across all platforms. I sell on eBay, Poshmark, Wakari, Depop, and I went back to Etsy. I'm now listing again on Etsy. And that's basically it. I'm full-time. I've been reselling since 2017, and I've been full-time since 2019. And yeah, that's all I do. <laughs> so, um, so I was, first of all, I say congratulations to Jen. Welcome to the world of reselling. And yes, I was, a, I stayed at home with five children and homeschooled. So that was back awesome. when, so I, that's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. So my name is Leslie. I am known as a reseller's passion on all across social media. I have a podcast. I have a YouTube. I'm very active with my community on um, Instagram. I am, um, it was alluded to. I'm a reworker's passion on whatnot. And also I just changed my name on TikTok. That is probably the only places I will change. And the reason why I'm doing that is because the reworking, I do a lot of DIYs and tutorials. Yeah. So that kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm trying to do, but I want to maintain my community and not confuse them. So I have already, Instagram already has seen that evolution. It's like a slow progression. Yes. It's not like yeah. a flip. Right. Exactly. So I wasn't doing anything quick because technically you, I'm still making things and selling them. So that is reselling. It's just doing what I did in the beginning. Like Melissa says, she sells on Etsy. Etsy was actually my first selling platform. I crocheted. I started in 2005. I got into reselling because I married a reseller. And like Jen was saying, she sold on eBay first. My, when I met my husband, he was selling on eBay at Amazon, but I was working full time. I was like, yeah, Give me something kind of easy and Poshmark filled that. But then I did go and sell on eBay and Macari and all over. So I now only sell on a couple platforms. I have a, a website that's a reseller's passion. I have Poshmark and we can talk about that later. And um, that's it. I closed my eBay store. I'm no longer on Etsy um, because I'm moving. I'm transitioning down. Um, I'm 53 and I want to enjoy as much as I can. And handmade helps me have fun and make money is what I started doing years ago. So you're doing mostly live sales right now, right? Or like, what do you think that split out is? I am doing mostly live sales. The main reason I'm doing that is I actually said that I'm moving. So last year when I moved, um, I moved into a rental because people keep saying you're moving again. Um, I moved from Delaware to North Carolina. There was no way I was going to buy a house and not know what my area was like. So that was conditional for my husband. I had have to rental. So we moved into a rental. But before I moved here, I did 35 live sales on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I wish that whatnot and, you know, um, posh were options for me then. But I did them on my own and they were a way for me to liquidate some items. And that was really my goal. So for posh sales, that is what I'm focusing on right now as well. Anything that I've accumulated in the year and a half that I've been here or things that I'm not interested in selling anymore, right? So it gets kind of, we have to kind of figure out where we fit in, right? If it's too much, scale back, take a little bit of time. And I really wrote myself a business plan 
and just kind of sat and said, you know what? I'm ready for it. I'm 53. My youngest is 20 years old. Let's start figuring out where I can transition, but still have fun. And keep in mind, I'm an entrepreneur more than I'm a reseller. That's a percentage of what I've done, what I'm doing. So I'm happy just to kind of wait and see what happens. And the live sales have been really great. Um, first on whatnot, and then now splitting that time between whatnot and posh shows. So I'm going to ask one more question of this, and then we can get in, because I know not everyone else does live sales, and we already have a slew of questions. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm interested, because I haven't, posh live sales are new, if you guys are, I know most of you know that, but people watching, um, and it's like a beta test, so not everyone can do it. Um, and I've yet to talk to anyone who has done whatnot and live sales. Um, mm -hmm. So I want to kind of pick your brain, Leslie, a little bit on the differences that you're noticing. Obviously, posh is new. Um, yes. Posh is not new, but the live sales are new. So there's going to be some differences there. But if you can kind of just quickly talk about a little bit of the differences, y'all know I'm a numbers person. <laughs> so I'm thinking like differences are things selling the yeah. same? Are you getting higher priced? Like what's kind of the audience difference and like all of that? Not necessarily the technical like setting things right. up. Um, and that is actually a whole different thing as well. Well, for me, and this is what I tell people, um, you know, whatnot, if people don't know, it is a live selling app and it started off with you know, um, cards and comics and sneakers and, and vintage tees. That was the group. And then last year they bought on the fashion. And so I will say a 50% mm, negative is that a lot of the sellers are resellers, that they have not gotten in the influx of just regular customers. So resellers are buying from each other and things like that. Unless you're like a quote unquote large reseller that has an audience it's going to be a challenge for you. What's different for me is I bring something different to the table. I am a handmade seller and I've learned how to um, bring in my handmade business. Like I said, in August and September, I totally 100% took off of social media. I didn't post anything, maybe to my stories, just to kind of say, here I am, hi. But I literally took off and I studied whatnot, like what times work for me, what items work for me. Um, how to get a community kind of going. And so I literally build a community. My first show was July 29th, the past summer. And I already have a thousand sales. I hit that in October. I have over 2000 followers. And I just went on and just kind of build a community and I do like DIYs and create shows. So I'm one out of my thousand sales, about 200 were regular items. I did like some liquidation sales, but all the 800 other items are handmade earrings, tie-dye shirts, um, bleach shirts, that kind of thing. So I think if you want to be successful and you're not strictly a reseller, then you have to come and do something different. Um, my, like Humbly Chris, who's here, she does bangles. We have a community that works together. And my friend Wendy Sews and my friend Courageously Thriving Michelle, she um, has jewelry and we help each other. And I shout them out in all my shows. Anytime I buy from any seller, I wear their items. I do a story. So I built community the same way I did on Instagram. So I think for resellers is a really big challenge. The majority of my income from July to October came from whatnot. And I made really decent money. But again, I can't care what I'm doing because, you know, so now I started my live shows on Posh. I will say I was in the original beta. My first, I was, I did my onboarding at the end of August. I was supposed to have my first sell, my first show on September 26th, but I was very hesitant because of 
the things that I had gotten spoiled over on whatnot, bundling, discounted shipping, cloning my items. That technical issue is really important. Yes, yes, also, I just, that those things kind of helped me back. And I said, you know what? Let me do it. I literally only had my first pie show this past Thursday, but I've had six since then and I've sold over 150 items <laughs> and I've made like close to $2,000. Like, so- so yeah. is the volume like similar? I mean, that sounds like a lot. I have more volume on Posh because I have over 200,000 followers. So I've been on Posh, it'll be seven years. So I haven't even posted anything on social media. Like I, I went in because I didn't know how I would feel about it. You know, I don't know if that if people can relate to that. So I didn't want to hype it up if you're going to be yeah. like, oh, and I, I just want to casually go in. I just wanted to casually go in. And like, if people are already following you, they get a notification. I mean, they get it, you know, they get a notification. And I, I just didn't let anybody know. And I still don't just because I just want to get in and do like I did and whatnot, figure out what time works for me. Sarah's been on, you know, you can't sometimes I'm just hop on. It's interesting that you say this because I've done, we're going to get to the questions. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Um, I know y'all aren't like, I don't want to take over the whole chat. <laughs> yeah, it's me too, because I'm starting the live sales and I'm trying to like figure it out. And there's not a lot of people that are doing it. So like having someone you can chat with. Um, it's interesting that you said like on whatnot, it's a lot of resellers. And so I've done two on Posh and I have promoted it on my social media. My social media is teaching people how to resell. So my right. social media is resellers. Right. And so people who are coming, are resellers um so i'm actually messing with not promoting it and not yeah. doing yeah. resellers and see if i can't get a higher price because i think they're coming in for inventory yeah. um and I so mostly yeah. like oh this is really cute and i'll buy it but my average sale price is actually pretty low i'm gonna stop it there let's see maybe we'll have like a live i thought today was going to be a live clearly i had too much day cool earlier <laughs> and don't know who was on my channel so maybe we'll have a live reselling <laughs> do it and jen's new to reselling in general um so she's not doing it either so let's jump on and do some questions um unless you guys melissa or jen if you had anything to add to the live sale conversation if you've been asked to do it if you want to do it if you don't have any interest in it i'm indifferent right now to it i mean i i have access to whatnot and i did schedule a show but then i got covid when i went to england and so when i came back i was like no yeah so i canceled it and i think i'm ready i applied for poshmark and so i'm waiting for poshmark because i think i'll just make more money there if i do it at all so I feel like I'm actually surprised. I mean, that makes sense why you're not doing it, but I'm actually surprised that you don't because you like, to me, the bottleneck is the inventory and you yeah. tend to have a lot of inventory um, and you're on social media, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of people's bottleneck is like, I don't want to be in front of a camera, but you're comfortable with that. And you have a lot of inventory and typically correct me if I'm wrong and speaking out of line here from what I remember in following you, your cost of goods tends like you're more of a bin shopper, right? So like you have a oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm so, 100 bins now. Yeah. Well, I don't want to speak out of turn because y'all no, no, I'm out of it today. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if maybe you changed some strategies since the last time we like talked more on a personal level. Um, so I think it might I'd be interested to see, like keep us posted. I'm sure you will. Um well, I but, think the main reason why I don't is because I have I have anxiety disorder. Like I've had that since I was a little yeah. girl. Yeah. And so I take medication for it, but it's still I still get very anxious on things like that. If I'm by myself, like I, that's why I don't do lives on my channel anymore because I just, it, I, it's too much anxiety for me to be the host, but be on your channel. I don't have that anxiety doesn't exist yeah. when I'm on your channel or somebody else's, but when I'm hosting it, 
is a huge amount of anxiety for me. So I think that's why I'm not really doing it right yeah, now. I get that. And yeah. it is weird by yourself. Like I do lives by myself sometimes, but it's so weird. Like I would, yeah. much, I'm much better in talking with other people. I don't have anxiety disorder, so I can't speak to that, but it is much more comfortable. That, and then when you're like on, it's a definitely, it's a definitely a different setting for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. We do have Melissa. Would you not Melissa, Jen? Oh my God. Y'all bear with me. If you're just tuning in, I'm sick. I'm like taking meds, like bear with me. Don't worry. We Jen. love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I still have humbly Chris up there. Cause uh, uh, Leslie was talking about her. Do you have anything to say about live sales? Well, I just, I have two reasons that I'm really not doing them. And you've mentioned one is inventory. I don't have the space to store that much stuff. Um, and I don't have access, easy access to the bins. Um, because I think that would be fantastic. Um, the other thing is I'm just, I feel like I'm still learning. And so I feel like I still need to spend the extra time I have pouring into eBay and now Poshmark as I'm adding that to learn those things before I add something else to yeah. also learn. That's yeah. Smart. And I, yeah, I would agree too. Cause I think it is in talking and doing a couple, I think it's, it's not reselling. It's reselling, but it's building a social media yeah. as well. And for yeah. most of the social media influencer resellers that I've talked to, it's a completely different audience, right? Like that I'm finding yeah. out and I'm contemplating, do I even want to like deal with trying to build a whole new audience or not? Okay. Let's get to some questions, friends. This is a Q and a, um, it's also my show. So I'm gonna ask some questions too. So howdy ladies, <laughs> Sarah and ladies, no guys allowed in the show. That wasn't the question. So what's better to sell? Hi, Duncan. On no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hello, Duncan. Um, <laughs> what's better to sell on eBay or whatnot? So I think the only person Leslie can, I think we've kind of touched on that. I don't know if anybody wants to touch on it a little bit more. Leslie's the only one who's qualified. I just think it's really depends on what you want to sell and how fast, if you want to sell something fast. And like Sarah said, if you don't mind getting in front of the camera and building community, you know, I'm big on community. That's like, I can talk to, I can talk to anybody. I can talk to a rock and make it talk back to me. So it's like, I don't have an issue with that. Um, but eBay is a whole nother animal. I think that that like Sarah already, you already, if Duncan, you already know you watch Sarah. She's got oh, he, Duncan taught me how to eBay. He's yeah. asking these questions to get us. Yeah, I know, I know. Duncan, we go back, we go way back. Yeah. So but like, yes, yeah, so you already know that it's they're two different, they're two different vehicles. And I think that if you want to like if you like Melissa, um, if you don't have anxiety and you have a lot of inventory, you can come on any time of the day and you just throw Lululemon in the comments and you've got you know a hundred people in there. And as long as you're comfortable on the camera, but now if you want, you know, you have your cost of goods and how you source and everything, then eBay is the way to go. And if you don't need it to sell so fast. I think eBay is the way to go for that. It's, I think it's with all the platforms and everything that you do. It's just what you want to put your time and energy into. Yeah. Um, yeah. Heidi's there. Hi, Heidi. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering why on eBay I get lots of offers a dollar under asking price. Is it because yeah. they want a discount on tax? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. My thought, I'll let you guys answer and then I'll say what my thought is. I have no idea. I really don't. I don't. It's like a dollar. It seems so arbitrary to me. But yeah, my thought is um, they don't want to pay right away, so they are sending oh, you offers and they can have yeah. so they can like hold it for the four days. I got you. Hopefully, eBay said that they're changing that, but they also said at last eBay open they were changing it. And well, I think they have been. They've been. They they said they've been rolling buyers over because it's on them, not us. Yes, so. Right. Yeah. And they did say in talking, I mean, I've been talking with eBay. I've had 
the opportunity to talk, you know, with some of the higher ups at eBay this okay. past year. Um, and they went pretty hard in the beginning of the year and I have a video on it, but they went pretty hard in the beginning of the year and they, I'm going to say the numbers wrong, but this is for the purpose of you guys can understand. Um, they, let's say they have 5% of buyers who don't pay. And as they were rolling it out, they were losing 7% of people. Wow. And so for buyers or for sellers, right, we don't want, they don't, they're watching the figuring out the kinks and how to make it work. So they're not losing more buyers than um, they don't have yeah, yeah. people who do offers. Cause it is, it doesn't, I mean, it sucks cause everywhere else that you go, but it is eBay has media culture. It is, but eBay's built that culture and these people have been on eBay for 20 years and are used to not having to do it, that you have exactly. to be yeah. I mean, I've th basically threatened, not threatened like bodily harm or anything, but like saying, like with, with factual information, like if I have to open an unpaid seller thing, you will get a ding. I have to do it to get my seller fees back and B, I will block you from my store in the future. So, and then they pay. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is hardcore. I'm hardcore. I'm like, no, I will send Guido. <laughs> but it's annoying because you have to it do it. Um, yeah. And fortunately, yeah. they've set it up where they automatically cancel and relist it for you after four days, which is so helpful because um, that's less time consuming. Mine never works. Yeah, I mine doesn't do that either. Mine oh, hasn't yeah. worked ever. Mm -mm. Yeah, super geeked. I remember those days too, like <laughs> the check back in, back in the day. I'm oh, waiting. mine works. Ooh. Okay, so everyone's oh asking Duncan again. Um, if y'all don't know, Duncan taught me how to eBay, so he's asking these questions to have a good conversation going, um, which I appreciate. Uh, so if everyone wants to give one reselling tip. Well, I'll start. Yeah, you start. <laughs> Checking comps and sell-through rate. That, I think, is key. When you're buying inventory. Yes, buying. Yeah. Yep. So how do you do that? People who are new. Like what do you, what's your process? Um, so I just use eBay because that's what I sell on. I search the item that I'm finding and I see how many are listed and then I filter through what has sold. And then I find out how many have sold. I divide the number that have sold by the total number of both uh, the sold and available. And that's my sell through rate percentage. And then I just check how, how much the items have actually sold for. Because people can list things for hundreds of dollars, but if they're only selling for 30, right. yeah. Yeah. then. So as a part-time new seller checking the comps, kind of what's your threshold when you're out? Are you thrifting? Like, how are you? I mean, you don't have to give us all your detail, like all your secrets, but. <laughs> I have no secrets. Uh, <laughs> I am not great at checking comps. I'm learning that. That's. Um, I, I think that's been key in, in, in building my business. Uh, but I, my threshold's about 25%. I go for 50 or what other people would call a hundred where it's even with solds and, uh, solds or solds and available. But I've been also known to buy things, even though the sell through rate is bad, oh, <laughs> um, just because I feel like it's cool or, when I go to the bins, I feel like I have to save all the things. And yeah, that's a struggle. And I think it's a great tip for new reset for all of us, I think, actually, yeah. mm -hmm. because it is hard when you're out there and you're like, but it might. And I yeah. want to, especially at the bins, I struggle with that as well. Melissa, it sounds like it looks like you're wanting to like. Well, I wanted to kind of add to that because, yes, while that is important, there's been so many times where I've gotten something that had abysmal sell-through rate and I sold it 
within a day or a week. You know, and it's like, it, it's all about where you price it as well. So if it doesn't have a high sell through rate, but you think it might be a desirable item, if you price it less, then you'll probably sell it faster. And so that's what I've learned over the years as well. Cause I don't really look up sell through rates at all. Like I don't, actually care about them and i probably am a bad reseller for saying that no. but i've been doing this long enough that i just i know what brands i could get yeah i'm trying to point to you and say that's what it is and now i'm just distracting everyone it, when you've been doing it long enough you don't have to and i think i'm glad that jen's here telling us because in the very beginning you don't have that natural instinct yes of, like i don't want to say natural instinct because it's not natural it's well it's like you've been instinct. doing it for so yeah. long yeah you're you build like an intuition Mm -hmm. for it like you can look at an item and you're like oh you know what i think this will be a good item and you just kind of go off your gut feeling you bring it home you photograph it and it sells in a day and it's great so yeah especially yeah. if it's something like a vintage item or something because yeah. you know you find something vintage and you know it's vintage um you're probably not going to be able to find comps or anything like that because it's yeah. hard to do vintage yeah and, and really there isn't comps for vintage like, yeah, exactly. And you get it home and you're like, whoa, that sucker sold. Um, so my advice is always to newer sellers, um, basically starting at the beginning, start where you are with what you have. And that's like going through your house. Like we get on the YouTube and we hear like you can hear us talking um, and you're like, oh, I'm going to the thrift store. What's the bins? And it's like so overwhelming. But if you start in your home and especially yeah. if you're a parent, you go through everybody. You start with you, your spouse, your children your pet stuff you bought for your pets that didn't sell. And I've done this. This is how I, what I'm going to be doing. I go through all my drawers because I'm a crafter. I sell stuff in bundles, you know, um, and it doesn't really matter where you sell because every platform now just about has a home category or toys or whatever. So start right in your own home. And the comp thing for those items should be simple because you know what you already paid for those items. You know where you purchased them at, right? gift registry or something like that like my stepdaughter is about to have a baby and her gift registry and i'm looking at everything like oh my gosh this stuff. so when she goes to sell that baby chair that the baby can no longer fit in she has an idea of like what she could properly sell it for so start right where you are don't overwhelm yourself and start with about 10 to 20 items just to kind of get you started don't worry about what people say 50 or anything like that start at your level in your time, if you're home with children, work around that and don't stress yourself out. Yes, yes. Melissa, do you have another? I mean, I know you spoke to Jen's a little bit, but if you have another. Uh, I have two. Okay. Yeah. Be consistent because that's something I'm horrid at and I'm getting better at it. I'm actually much better than I used to be. And have an inventory system because if you can't find it, you can't send it. So yes. <laughs> do it right away. Even with 10 items, do it right away. Exactly. So this consistent thing is I, I do a call on Fridays with Anna um, and something that we have talked about is consistency and her background is very interesting. And so she was like, but what is consistency? And I was like, Ooh, that's a good question because it's different, different for everyone, for everybody. And in the community, if you have watched or read or anything, everyone's going to tell you consistency. Yes. But then it's like, what does that? So I'm interested, yeah. Melissa, what that actually is looking like for you because i know you deal with like some health problems and so you can't always do work every single day and like so what is that looking like for you 
Well, I'm trying to work out a system where I actually get more done in the day than I need to actually post in the day. I want to stick with 20 items every day, um, five days a week. I don't post anything new over the weekend. And I don't think eBay cares because I've been, I've been fine. So um, I've been doing the promoted plus 2% or yeah, the suggested plus 2%, which is we're working out better now. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Oh, you're working more. You're trying to, say, yeah. trying to do more. So if I if I'm trying to like photograph 30 items, but only post 20 of them. So I have like a stockpile of extra. So if I do have a day where my hands flare up because I have inflammatory arthritis, which is a in, in um, you know autoimmune uh, autoimmune disorder, and so sometimes I can't bend my hands for like half a day, and it's or I can't grip anything, or I can't hold a cup of coffee. It sucks. Mm -hmm. But you know it's. It is what it is. But yeah, if I, I just have the days, I, I just take the days off sometimes and then just work a different day that I wasn't going to work anyway. So that's really how I deal with it a lot. But <laughs> Which is very similar to mine. Mine's um, children that causes my issues. <laughs> All my issues. I'm sick because of my child who's in preschool. Well, he's in kindergarten with preschoolers in there. So gross. Um, <laughs> so like, we just get... <laughs> I volunteer in his classroom and I read her, oh, her heart, but every single one of them are like snotty oh, yeah. and they cough in your face. And are gross. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gross. Um, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> right, right. Um, I'm like, I don't, yeah, anyway, I'm like, I miss the six feet social distancing. Uh, I don't know what to say. Oh, but I do similar. I bank as well. Um, so like I took yesterday off and it stressed me out a little bit just because I know things that I wanted to get done this week, mm -hmm. but I still shipped. I still listed my 12 for the day. I still like everything. And I am like a month ahead um, because nice. I take like large, like I'm taking the week off for Thanksgiving. My kids are out of school break for three weeks in Christmas. So like I'm taking the, but I'm still working. So I have to get like three weeks worth of a bank ready. Um, and then the summer I take off and everything. My tip, and if you guys follow my channel, I probably can guess what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> I, oh, these are all great tips. New, new, you figure it out, learn how to list, um, you know, check your comps and stuff. But once you get to the point where you're really wanting to start to make money, you got to know your data, your tools, your analytics, and your processes. This is what is going to level you up. Even if you're like part-time, like Melissa said, if you can't find the item, you can't sell it. And if you can get your shipping, like I'm, I was sick yesterday. I don't want to get out of bed, but it takes me two minutes an item to ship. I easily shipped my 10 items or however many, I don't know how many I had yesterday, but I did it in like 15 minutes because I was, you know, it helps, it helps me stay consistent getting those processes down. Um, and if you ever want to get bigger, you have to have processes that other people can do. Um, and so having those processes, or even if it's like, Hey, I'm going on vacation. I want someone to ship for me or a virtual assistant. Right. So the processes and then knowing your data and your analytics and how to use, I'm talking more to eBay because Poshmark doesn't have a lot of these, but how to increase your sales without having to just buy more stuff yeah. and pay more. And right. Cause that's all the stuff that we're hearing in the, a lot of the advice that we hear in the community, you can make more money with simply everything that you have in using a lot of these tools and analytics. And I'm going to go to the next question because it kind of goes off of that daily refinement, which y'all know, I love Chris at daily refinement. Um, he's one of the big reasons that I, no eBay and I'm doing well on eBay. Uh, if your average sale price is less than $20, it says if your average sale price is less than $20 plus shipping, making a full-time income on eBay is very difficult. Thoughts? I have sell. Huh? What's that? Depends on entirely on what you sell. Yeah. Anyone else? I'm not trying to make a full-time income, so I feel like it doesn't apply to me too much. 
Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, like with Jen, like eBay wouldn't have been, it's a combination of all the platforms. So I wouldn't, I wasn't ever looking at eBay as being like my main, Poshmark was always my main one and eBay was just a supplemental, right? That's an additional income for me. I, I agree with Melissa. It just depends on, you know, what you're selling and how much you want to sell that kind of stuff. But I, I don't do my selling prices were higher than 20, but I, I agree. It depends on what you're selling. I think it depends on what your cost of goods is. I think Victoria yeah. had said that from super geek and hi, Victoria. Um, she had said that earlier. It, it really depends on yeah. what you paid for the item, you know, and how long are you willing to hold on to it? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, y'all know I'm about to show a spreadsheet, so bear with me because I have one for it. It's spreadsheet um, time. <laughs> yes, because it's a numbers game. It doesn't, mm -hmm. if you can find items that sell for $20, yeah. they have to have a high sell through rate. Yeah. Um, but you can make, can you guys see the spreadsheet now? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so this is the golden formula for resellers. You can buy it on my uh, website. So you can mess with all the numbers here. But let's say you have a $10 average sale price. 20% sell-through rate, which is probably pretty low for something that's selling at $10, depending on what you have. You want to make 15 gross revenue a month. That's just a high number to make a, uh, you know, these are all, you can make the numbers up. You need 7,500 active listings. To make this work, that's the numbers that you need. So it's completely doable. I will say the one other thing that you want to be mindful of, and I think this is something that Chris probably is pointing out as well, um, is processes. If you have that many, if you're selling that many, and if you're listing that many, and you have that many, your processes is what's going to make make or break you. Because you can't, so like car, people who sell uh, baseball cards, mm -hmm. their average sale price is low. Like one of the eBay 2022, y'all bear with me, my mind is like in a fog. Um, one of the presenter, or one of the people there is a card seller. Mm -hmm. he Seven million listings, oh, but he has a full business with yeah. employees and a shot, right? And his average sell price, I think, when I I don't don't quote me, but it was low, right? It's baseball cards. Every once in a while, you get one that's like a Michael Jordan. I don't know anything yeah. about cards, but something big, right? But most of them are selling for like under ten dollars. It's doable. It's a numbers game, and if you're going to be in the high volume, you absolutely processes but if you're in high volume your shipping has to be quick your listing has to be quick your foot like everything has to be on point um you know, and to your point B bfho on ebay she started out of her garage and she's a multi-million dollar seller on ebay now and she has so many she doesn't sell for very much like she has some things that are higher price but a lot of her stuff is like cheap she's mm -hmm. moving it really fast mm -hmm. yes. And that's the thing. And depending on what you have too, like if to Melissa's point earlier, if you have something that's going to sit for a while, but you price it less than everybody else, it's moving, right? Yes. right? So you take $3 less, mm -hmm. but, or five or 10 or whatever it is, but is it worth holding on to for $10, taking up space, taking up, right. Capital, yeah. taking up, right. Um, I am like still at the very top. So if there's things that come in, you guys can feel free to comment on those. Um, Blah, blah 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 blah. So we're having that conversation. It's super geek to say super geek is amazing. She had that one video, um, and maybe she'll post it, but her one of her videos like blew up. Oh, she got banned on eBay. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, so good for your YouTube. Like her video. So she got reinstated though. <laughs> Are you say banned and you're like in? Oh, I know her video. Like, I was watching it and I was like, kudos to you. Like, that's an I mean, it, I think maybe millions of views now. Um, so not kudos for getting kicked off, but yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so point in that is she is an amazing content creator. So definitely follow yeah. her. Lots of um like fun thrift hauls and she like travels around and lots of cute vintage stuff. 
Um, bread and butter is definitely, it's a volume, like if you're going to sell low prices, it's a volume game here. Yeah. Do we have other questions? I know Heidi has one down there. Uh, yes, yeah, Heidi has a Are question. Are we getting down there? I'm starting, oh, courageously thriving. You mentioned her and I haven't really seen her much. Uh, oh, Michelle, Michelle is over on Whatnot. She's my bestie. She, those are, Wendy, Chris, and Michelle are my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Yes, I think it's monet. So we're going back to social media. I think it's monetizing social media rather than online retailing um, is how it feels. And yeah. I think she said this before someone else on one of mine. And it is. Um, and that's where I'm kind of like figuring out, do I want to do that or not? Is yeah. it? Yeah. It's nice to sell everything though, friends. Like, Oh, it, it, it is. You know, it definitely is so nice to sell everything, but it's, you know, you just got to figure out that balance, how, how you start may not be how you finish, but as you grow. So like I say, when I started on whatnot, I was new, like, no, I wasn't a reseller's passion. Um, I actually was like rework it lady was my original name and people, I would go into and say hi to people. And they're like, um, yeah. And I'm like, it's Leslie. From, I was typing at every chat I went into and they were like, Hey, Leslie, you know, yeah. about 30 followers. And then finally, just before I did my onboarding, I said, you know what, let me just change my name and that, so that arena passion. But my little picture right there, they're like, I can see your picture. It's you. And it's a reworker's passion. Same amount of letters. It's just a play on a reworker's passion. I mean, a reseller's passion. That's what I did. People are never, ever, ever, as I just did it recently, allowed to change their um, profile picture. Because their name will stay the same and then they change their picture and I'm like, yeah. I you must hate me. <laughs> oh, yes, Melissa. I'm like, and then you change your name, and I'm like, who is this person? Yeah. yeah. Like, when I look at it, I'm like, I know it's you, but like when I'm scrolling but, through, I'm like, I don't know who this yeah, is. Yeah, like I know who Melissa like, is, but that's the key. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I just, I just say, yeah, just, um, you know, you figure it out with the social. <laughs> if you are promoting high suggested plus more, is increasing, is the increase in sales covering your increase in fees? It seems scary. So this is an eBay question. Um, for those who are not on eBay, I'm just going to break it down and then we can all talk about it. You can promote your listings on eBay. You have a listing and then eBay will put it, it's like paying for their marketing, uh, direct multimedia marketing. They put it in up to a hundred. I've heard various different numbers. I'm going with a hundred right now. It's the last one I heard, but they'll put it up to a hundred different places on eBay direct to what people are searching for, similar to your item, similar to that. Maybe they purchased it in the past. Like, it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> I know people don't want to pay more for it, but like I've looked into it for social media privately um, and it's way more expensive than eBay is charging us for it. Um, anyway, so you can pay to promote. Promoted listing standard is you pay if it sells that way and you can pick mm -hmm. rate. So Heidi is asking, it's um, it's Heidi, right? Y'all, I'm in a- Yeah, it's Heidi. It's Heidi. <laughs> She never changes her picture, so that's how I remember her. I know, and her name's the same, but then I was like, well, maybe I'm saying her name wrong. Um, So she's asking if you promote it, so you can do like a suggested, which is like trending, what other people in your category are promoting it at, and then you can add to it. Um, Is it increasing your sales? And then does this covering your fees? So if you guys want to answer those on eBay. Um, well, I'll start. Um, I think it does mine. Um, I'm also... Uh, a we call it something plus the top rated, the top rated. Top rated seller plus yeah so i get the lowest amount of fees because i i'm doing same day shipping if they buy it before 10 a.m or it's the next day yeah. and i do free returns free 30-day returns i think that actually helps me a lot 
And a lot of people don't, I think only 4% of every seller on eBay is only doing free returns. Only 4% of people. Oh, so that really, gives, yeah, that's, I think it's like Chris a, long, a while ago. Well, I think he said probably over a year ago, maybe less now, maybe more now, but I know, but sometimes does he just make numbers up? Does he, do, does he? <laughs> oh, I don't oh, know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't everyone. I'm just kidding. I love Chris. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, Chris makes every number. I up. <laughs> I'm glad this is live so that you can like fast forward and see that instead of like typing it out. If you want to get this video, because he doesn't smile very often. So once he watches this, he'll probably actually crack up laughing. Oh, <laughs> some people say that. I think, I don't know. I had the, I was, um, when I was in California, I got to like chat with like we met up in real life and I don't yeah he was delightful um I guess no, he's really he's sweet he's really sweet yeah it's just not a smiling person I don't know how that turned into oh because I asked where you heard that from me Chris that's interesting <laughs> I mean I'm not sure maybe he didn't see because now I'm questioning whether or not I heard it from him but <laughs> well so I'm wondering in the listing quality report does it tell I'll have to pull that and see if it I, it's interesting I'm interested to know what um where that mm. yeah. but to the point it's been yeah. worth it for me mm -hmm. so i think you need to play i think if you want to play around with it then you should mm -hmm. to see if it'll work for you and what you want right. and not be scared of what could be because i mean that's that's what held me back from a, doing free returns but then i did free returns and then i never turned them off because i got more sales yeah. you know and it is, and we're both in fashion, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I was scared coming from Poshmark. I was scared because I'm like, it's going to be for fit. And mine are for fit. Absolutely. Yep. But like, I would do the same thing um, because you, you even if you look at the measurements, it fits differently on each body. Right. Right. Um, yep. But I don't know where I was going with this. It's still only 5%. Like, yeah, mine's less than that, but yeah. Mine like waivers. It goes. Yeah. Um, and 5% to like have more sales. Oh yeah, that's totally worth it. Yeah, because also I I I sometimes make a little bit money on shipping. I don't refund it. If I make a dollar on on uh, top of shipping, mm. I keep that money, and then whatever it kind of goes that. into, you know, if it gets returned, I don't return. I don't return the original shipping because mm. I do charge for shipping. So mm. if you do free free returns, you don't have to return their original shipping, and I don't unless mm. I messed up. If mm -hmm. I send them something and I messed up and I got back, I'm like, oh yeah, I sucked that day. I'm gonna give you back your original shipping. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, they you ordered it, it to just try it on. Yes, right, right, which is fine. Uh, Jen, what do you think? Because I know you're on eBay. Yeah, I. Uh, are we talking about shipping now? Or oh, we can talk about whatever you want. I'm kind of in the same uh, boat as Restyle Secrets. Uh, it seems really scary to promote because I know some of those suggesteds are high, like 10% and above. And yeah, that feels really scary to me. So I kind of cap everything at like 7%, but I, I kind of want to experiment. I, Yeah, I don't. So I will say, because I've been doing a lot of experimenting and showing videos on my channel um, in the past couple of months, trying to get my sales up and figure it out. So if you're wanting to figure out how to do it, there's lots of videos on my channel. Um, you can like run campaigns and only do like try 10 out, right? 
your 10, like I know Anna's doing her 10 highest because she's, oh no, she's doing like her lowest items because it, the highest one she doesn't want to pay and she's willing to wait for someone to do that, right? Like you can mm -hmm. try 15 and then there's a dashboard that will show you your data. So you don't have to jump all in and do all 2000 of them and then be like, oh my God, my fees are 50%. Oh no, like, which they're not going to be. Not going um, to be. <laughs> but I did a video and everyone was like, oh my God, they're 50%. And I was like, no, 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 this chart is confusing. That's not what this is saying. Um, I will say that I am a believer in it. I think it's absolutely mm -hmm. worth increasing sales. And I don't want to be the mom who's like, if everyone else is doing it, you have to do it. But that's what it is. <laughs> like, if everybody else is doing it, you're behind now and your items aren't getting seen. Well, that's why between like two and 4% aren't really working for anybody anymore because most people are doing between two and 4%. Yes. They were so working right like, above that. They used to, cause I used to be at 2% and it was fine. And then it's, um, and I did talk to eBay about this because I was like, well, if this continues to go up, we are going to start paying like a lot and that's going to be too much on the sellers. And they're like, we're aware we're working on trying to figure out how to make it more manageable. So it doesn't cost you guys as much fees. Um, I was going to say one other thing in that my fees are going up, I will say, yeah. um, but they're still not Poshmark. So yeah, mine go between 20 and 25%, which I'm okay with, honestly. Yeah. So to get it moving too, right? Like, yeah. It's not in my inventory. I made a profit. I'm a happy girl. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, on eBay. And I think it depends too on what you have. Like in our world, we're all fashion sellers. If you're the only collectible item out there, no. Oh, yeah. Do it. Like yours is the only item coming up. <laughs> yeah. You're so rare stuff. You're good. Yes. Yeah. On eBay, what do you do to move old unsold inventory that just does not sell? Burn the items? <laughs> I mean, sometimes I want to, right? <laughs> you list and relist. You list and relist, yeah. Yeah. Sell similar, yes. Um, I also have a video on that because I'm trying that out as well. Um, this is something in talking with Leslie a little bit earlier about the live shows. It's something that I'm contemplating doing for the live shows um, because my average sale price is lower. But if I can just get rid of it all, yeah. but then I have to go find it all, which is kind of gets to me, right? Like I have processes and it's all like in its bin and everything. Um, so in Colorado, yeah. right? Yeah. Don't you have like the best bins in the country? Like one of them, like in Colorado? Yeah, because I'm trying to get up to Colorado to get to those bins. Because I mean, there's so many people that live there like, I have the best bin. I, yeah, you know. Well, when you come, Leslie, you know, you have to let me know. I think you were trying oh, before COVID. That's a given right there. Yeah, that's wow, totally good. 2023, um, I want to do some traveling. Yeah. I haven't been to the bin. I've probably been to the bins three times this year. I am oh, like, wow. I know. I'm a terrible. I'm the reseller that doesn't really like sourcing. So I if y'all like the sourcing part like and not the rest, send it my way. I will buy it from you. I don't like sourcing either. But I, but you're doing really, you're buying like people's closets and doing yeah. all those great things too, Sarah. So if you like, if you're around and need to get rid of your closet or if you're in Colorado and you like the bins and you don't want to list it, uh, send me yeah. a DM. Uh, so Sarah, how do you improve your sell through rate? This can go to everybody. So those who are watching, new to reselling, new to my channel, possibly sell through rate is how many items that you have sold out of how many you have for sale. So let's say you sold. I know you guys all know this. I'm just <laughs> um, let's say you have and you all have probably heard it like 10 times. I probably say the same easy math one all the time. You have 100 items. You sold 10 of them this month. Your sell through rate is 10 percent. So it, essentially, sell through rate is how many items you've sold. He's asking how to increase how many items that you're selling in a month. Um, I'll let you guys, if you have any things to add to how do you increase your sell through rate? I don't really find really more about items. What's that? 
Finding more desirable items. Yeah. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's a volume game. Um, finding things that are going to sell. Ways that you, without just buying more stuff, um, you can run sales. You can promote your listings. You can send coupons. You can send newsletters. I'm talking eBay world here. Poshmark, you can attempt to closet clear out. Um, Y'all are going <laughs> to... Like, come on. Poshmark uh, is the worst for yeah. trying to clear out stuff. Uh, outside of selling uh, uh, offer to likers and doing yeah. a steep discount. That does work really well. Yeah. yeah. It yes, works. You, have to break into the, you just have to do the relisting game after that. So yeah. um, I, I mean, wasn't, I'm not one for closet clear out. I've no. never been because it's just too much mm, work. Yeah, it's too much work. I, I'll do the offer to likers yeah. and let that 24 hours or whatever. And then that's an opportunity to relist that item. And then it may sell or you may decide that that item is just no longer desirable at all and worth keeping. So now it's time to push it out or do something with it. I might upcycle it if it has some white or <laughs> if it's a white item, keep it away from me. If it's black, I'll bleach it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, so I'm messing with getting rid of old inventory in Poshmark live shows. Um, and then Duncan, I mean, him have been talking about this. I have my oldest item ever. I haven't been doing sell similar. Um, so I have old items that have been in eBay for years and I just started, but my oldest item in eBay, I'm promoting the crap out of it. I did like 80% or something like free. I'm doing it for a YouTube video. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but I have been promoting older inventory higher because of that as well. And that's working as well. I would not do it at 80%. I'm purely doing this for a YouTube video to see what happens. Um, it was a week ago though, and it hasn't sold. So oh, um, interesting. I'll be well, like, yeah. We have, um, I want to answer Gina. Yes, Oh, here we go. I haven't got down that far yet. Wait, hold on. I think we skipped a question. And then we'll get to Gina. Can we? Because you have a whatnot. Oh, yeah. What promoted listing ad rate should we use this week? Oh, yeah. So he's just joking around. He's just being funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I mean, but he's having a good conversation, though. That's the good thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love when he... So he's in Australia, so he's not always at our lives. It's probably really early there right now. So I do appreciate it. I'm getting ready to add whatnot to eBay and Poshmark. So in addition, I'm assuming I'm not down with dollar starts. What do y'all think about pricing on whatnot? Great question. I think you should price where you want to price. So this is the way that it works. Cause we were talking about Chris, he's like one of the um, early people who were, was invited to whatnot. And he has excellent sales over there. And he actually has like people who use his platform and do sales. And you've got other people that I'm not going to mention the name. We just know we've been talking about Chris. And so what happens is the, the popular resellers um, who have gained, you know, they've gotten up there and they've, they're veterans, so they deserve the right if they do have their crowd. I have nothing against anyone who has 100 people on their show. Yeah. So you can have like, you know, Daily Refinement who starts an item at a dollar and it's 100 people in there and they're, they want it. Yes. So it's going to end up sold. I've been in one of Chris's shows where he started something at a dollar and it sold for like $450. So he's doing excellent and whatnot. Okay. So oh, and other people. Um, so you kind of get have to get that mentality out of your head that you have to think about where you want to price, price where you want to price, and then do a whole show, see what happens, turn back around another day, do a whole show, see what happens. Your vibe attracts your tribe. So that's what I say all the time. Where you start, that's where people are going to recognize. If you start at a dollar, they're going to come in with that expectation of a dollar and there's nothing you're going to be able to do about that unless you jump to a thousand 
followers and then the first hundred forget they dropped off or whatever and now you have a whole new group of followers but don't do that that's the same thing on posh if you want to start at five do it there's an audience for everyone i say that all the time if you're a stay-at-home mom and you only need a hundred dollars jump in and do whatever makes you feel good but yeah. if you want to make some money do not undercut yourself by starting at a dollar don't worry about what other people are doing because you came in and you thought that it was that type of spot, but it's not. I guarantee you, when I my first sale, I actually started t-shirts at $5 in July. I did really well that first show and then built up from there. So from going from 300 followers from my first show up to past 2,000, now I can come in and charge what I want and whatnot because my audience knows it. And I do handmade. So I well, think- I think, I think too, it depends on what you're, selling like yes. what i'm selling if you start at a dollar someone's probably gonna buy it yes. for a dollar yeah because it's nothing special exactly you start like we i have hustle beyond um a couple times and he sells like really hyped up sneakers and he's like i start those really low yeah it's a bitty like he gets yeah. bitty wars going yeah I'm yeah. not getting good wars going. Like maybe yeah. I'll have a free people top that someone has gone back and forth twice and it went up $3. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you have to be okay with that. And this is the thing also, because you're not a person who has a hundred people. If you start your bid at a dollar, you have to be okay that it's going to sell for a dollar. Yes. Right. Yeah. You, it's not going to, it may not be that tug of war. So you have to keep that in mind. You're not going to make any money on it. And definitely don't do that on Poshmark, please, because you're don't even do it. They're not going to let you can't start bids under three dollars anywhere on Posh. Oh, you're not making anything because that's your fee. So but just 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 try it out. Yeah. I just had to add that comment. In. I don't know when in the conversation this came up, but I just saw it. Probably for the sales and stuff. Yeah, they are. A uh, piece of scrap question on eBay. Do you do you add the video in your description or above the images, pros and cons? Does anyone use videos on eBay? Nope. So I don't know. Um, if you're friendly, <laughs> I don't. I, I've recently added them to Poshmark for my shows um, because I did a reel and I was like, oh, well, I have the video of me wearing this. I might as well put it in my show. And then when people are like, oh, what does that look like? There's a video of me during my live show, right? I don't think it's. I'm enjoying it. your reels with that too. It's really cute. I hope you oh. keep that red dress. <laughs> oh, I sold it. It's so yeah. cute, though, right? I think it was way too much cleavage for me to be comfortable throwing. Like something was going to come out. It was fine when I was like in my house. Like you can't wear a bra with it. Um, and no. it was like it was fine. And I'm power to all the people who do it. It was wait. It, it was cute though. But I had like yeah. in my live I put a t-shirt on under it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was real cute too. But it's it blouses under that kind of, you know, yeah. Deep yeah. V's all the time. Um I so I have been using it on Poshmark. I don't know. Piece of scrap What's that? Oh. She's Victoria says you sir, you look tight in that reel. Oh thanks. Um <laughs> y'all are the best. Uh so no, I was gonna say oh if you send me <laughs> You send me a message. I do know someone who has used the videos um, and I will ask them if I can send them your way and you can talk to them about it. I don't want to give their name out because um, they're not like social media people. Um, but if you send me a DM, I will like coordinate together for someone who has used it. Um, what is the category that you want to learn more about over the next year? Oh, that's a good question. Anyone? My, uh, <laughs> everything's refreshing. So my, my screen went blank. Oh, I was like, is everyone frozen or is this just a really hard question? I'm not sure. Like I'm happy with clothing yeah. and handbags and 
shoes. I mean, I think I want to learn more, go more into men's fashion more, learn more about men's fashion. That is something I do want to learn more about. Oh, you're, Jen, you're muted. Hold on. I was getting feedback earlier. Sorry. Oh. I want to learn more about Poshmark. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that's not really a category, but I was thinking the other day that um, I would maybe jewelry just because oh, it's so small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It can do really well. Yeah. There's you know. yeah. a couple YouTubers that I follow that I think, oh, that's really cool. I bet I could find stuff like that. But yeah, we'll definitely see. jewelry. Yeah. You can, you can definitely you know, go to thrift stores and find some really great, like vintage pieces sell really well. Those plastic bracelets and all that good stuff, really. You can bundle things together. Mm -hmm. Story really works. I'm married to a man who sells men's clothes, so I know all about um, (laughs) men's, but I don't have, I'm like, for people who may have just coming in, I'm more into the retirement stage of my reselling. Um, I'm, I have, I'm a mom, mom, I have a granddaughter now. So I want to just kind of, I run my business very chill. I don't have, I don't work a whole lot of processes. I work when I want to. So I do a lot of like designing and upcycling every Thursday. I'm tie-dyeing. I make jewelry twice a week. And then I do my shows. Right now I'm working a little bit harder because I'm liquidating on Poshmark sales. So on my table, I have like ceramic cups and mugs and vintage toys and things like that. But once I move, I'm just, it's just going to be like really relaxing for me. So I'm not interested in learning a whole lot in terms of that but I am teaching more as well to doing a lot of DIYs and things like that. I think I'm going to add to this too, that it's not really a category. I feel pretty comfortable in where I'm at. Um, I'll have people who sell different things on or I'll watch stuff and I'm like, Oh my God, I should totally like get into that. And and then I think about it. I'm like, I don't want to learn anything. Like I'm past that learning. Exactly. Age. I don't want yep. to. Um, I like what I know and it's working, but I do want to improve upon it as best I can, whether that's with posh live shows or maybe keeping reselling where it's at and leaning more into the mentoring and teaching yeah. and YouTube and social media. Um, but as far as what I sell, I don't like, I sometimes I'm like, I want to sell men's and then I go down the things at the men's store, the aisles at the men's stores. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I would not want to go down the aisle of the men's store. I go to the bins. So. Yeah. 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 So at the bins, but I don't go to the bins really. Um, yeah. I don't, at the bins, I, I will it. pick stuff up yeah. for sure. Um, and I'll look it up because you're at the bins, right? Um, we are about three minutes in. So let me see if we have three minutes left because I do pick up my mm-hmm. kids after this. So tip on old stuff. Ask yourself, would you buy it now? If not, dump that sucker. Tidy. Uh, <laughs> I don't think if we have any last questions, I think we're good on questions. Um, this is, I don't know. I think I have a live next. No, next week is things like, you know. Friends, I'm next sorry. Week, next <laughs> Thursday is my anniversary. It's not Thanksgiving. It's the and mine, because we have the same anniversary. Oh, oh and mine too. Mine's right by your guys' yes. Mine's yes. 19. Is yours too, Leslie? My, yes, mine is the 16. Oh, 16. She's right before Ours us. is the same. Yeah. Ours is the same. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm going he, on a girls' weekend for our weekend. Oh, my. Nice. <laughs> love it. Hey, it's the only time we can make it work. And we've been trying to do six months. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I think I have YouTube live scheduled next Wednesday. I don't know, but I, I definitely have one on Friday with Anna. Um, so we, we talk questions and answers too. If you guys have questions that you want to have answered. Oh, I knew we had one more question. Uh, how do you get daily sales on eBay? What's daily? 
at least I think at least five days a week list at five days a week has been working for me to still get daily sales. Yes. Although this one's been a little weird. I've had a couple of days with nothing. I'm like, why? Right. I, to me, again, a listening um, and activity help. Yeah. It's a numbers game. If you only have five items available, you're not going to get daily sales, yeah. <laughs> right? If you have back to my golden formula for spreadsheets, if you have so many items available and your sell through rate is this, you're maybe not every single day, but you're going to overall get a certain number of listings. Go back to items that are going to get you that. Um, and then you also have to like, list them and list them well and promote them and sell them and i have a list of the daily things that i do on ebay list is number one uh (laughs) if you can ship every single day um becoming top rated seller is going to get you more exposure and is going to get you more sales because buyers want to see that um as well as top rated seller plus listings so that you have free returns sell similar i do five days a week on posh and on ebay uh Promoting send offers daily helps, you know. Also, in the notes of your sending offers, like on eBay, I put in there, I ship the same day if you pay before 10 a.m. in the PST and Pacific. Um, and I also do free, no hassle returns. So give your highlights of of your store, whatever they are, in that. Let make it your yourself as desirable as possible to say, oh, well, if it doesn't work out, no problem. That's exactly what I say in there. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah, I put the shipping daily. I don't, I've thought about putting the returns because I do accept them, but I don't want people, I don't want to encourage people to buy to try things off. I don't think it it, it hasn't been. Yeah. I haven't had a return in such a long time. And I've been promoting that for a while. Yeah, maybe I'll try it. Um, So that they can. It's worth trying. Because they can, like, they can, but I don't want to be like, you were thinking about this? Here, try it on. And then, I mean, if if they're going to return it, they're going to go to return to see their options anyway. And it's going to pop up. Oh, thrifty broad offers free returns. Cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah true. So you might as well encourage it. You might as well, you might as well promote it since they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Good stuff. Ooh. All right. And what is a return? So that's our time. To talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed you, Duncan. <laughs> um, definitely the best you will ever have in your life. <laughs> I know. He's the best. Um, everyone's social media is down below. Absolutely follow. Um, yes, absolutely follow everyone. Last time I didn't have socials down below. So if that's the case, let me know. I don't do it on purpose. I don't do it on purpose. So if it's not down there, let me know either in the comments or if one of you guys see it, let me know. It's not intentional. Um, or if it's the wrong one, (laughs) that's happened too. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining. I will see everyone on Friday with Anna for our live. And then next week I probably have a live too. So come back next week and see what it is. It'll make you feel better. Yeah. Tell Nick I said, Hey, Oh, I will. (laughs)